Hi, and welcome to the Expansive Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger. Thank you for joining us. As always, it is great to host you. And uh, before jumping on this podcast today, I was actually thinking that it's as as organizations and people are going through this big reset, maybe it's also time for the podcast to receive a bit of a reset or a rebrand. Since my co-host is perpetually on a farm, maybe we should be naming this the, the Farmer's Weekly Podcast with Farmer John. And then... Uh, <laughs> I'll just I'll just be the co-host that introduces you. You can talk about avo farming. You can talk about yes. uh, life yes. on the farm, soil health. There we go. Soil health. <laughs> so look, all farmers are actually soil farmers. This is what I've learned. The healthier your soil is, the healthier your crop is. So you don't need to look after your crop. You need to look after your soil, which is a fantastic analogy when nice. it comes to us preparing for our reality. Because you need to be caring for your primary relationships, not only your secondary relationships, which we'll get into today's uh, chat. <laughs> Hello, Eric. Uh, wonderful to be here. Look, my days on the farm are numbered. I um, have reached isolation peak. Um, I've been here for two months now. The, I only see monkeys, uh, real monkeys <laughs> that go past my door. Uh, the dogs and my mom and dad. So it's time for me to move. So yes, I'm, I'm making plans to get down myself to Cape Town um, and relocate in the next couple of months, waiting for the COVID peak to come over. But yeah, um, I don't think Farmers Weekly is very much on track. <laughs> uh, I don't know enough to share about it, but uh, good suggestion. Yes, there yeah. seems to be a reboot of everything that's mm. going on in the world right now. Um, we're watching things in America. You and I were speaking offline about rebooting our internal dialogues, our businesses, our everything. And I think today's theme is very much around experimentation, trying new things, redesigning income streams, how you impact the world. And so, yeah, I think both of us are in a state of reinvention. Mm. And I think this uh, topic today is really just something that we want to share with everybody because on one hand, it's for me personally, quite frustrating, but also quite exploratory in coming up with new ways of trying to reinvent. And mm. I think it's always difficult because your brain has to be quite literally firing different synapses in order to be able to bring up something new. So I find myself highly energized and then totally like deflated because I'm just so tired from, from trying to figure new things out. Mm. So tell us a little bit about your reinvention. Tell us what you're up to. Yeah, you know, I think a good, a good place to start is, it's just to talk about the fact that clarity is such a difficult thing to come by at the moment. And mm. I think there's, you know, we were, we were speaking a little bit and we should have actually just recorded that as the podcast, um, a little bit sure. before, before we jumped on. But we were yeah. saying that, you know, there's so many different ways to get to clarity and there's, um, there's the approach of letting go and kind of letting things unfold the way they need to unfold. And you bring your best to the table. You follow your highest excitement, like you always say, and you kind of see where it takes you. And then there's also this process where, you know, we've, I've run think week, you've run future preparedness. And the idea is let's also evaluate our lives through these different filters and these different ideas. And by doing that, we also create more clarity and understanding for ourselves. And over the past few weeks, I've, I've really taken this quite seriously, um, sitting down, trying to think through not only business models, but also, again, I guess the question that we always sit with, which is, who do I want to be and what will I be doing? And it's just, it's been a really interesting journey. And it's also been very frustrating at the same time, not knowing like what the future is going to look like and, and how we will get there. And do we go back to lockdown again? And also I, I think, you know, I'm really feeling 
the the lack of human interaction. I'm really mm. missing the stage. I'm really missing being mm. at an offsite mm. and having the energy of people in the room to engage with. Mm. That mm. that becomes such a big like it's a longing like that you feel in your chest, and I know mm. I know you feel the same. Mm. Mm. How have you been? Look, I, 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 look, yeah, yeah. Look, I think I think uh, just to talk about certainty, you know, my, the book I'm writing right now, Future Next, the the payoff line below the title is certainty delusion. Mm. And it's almost like, you know, there's just, we don't know. And, and we're in this transition phase. And you spoke about it at the AWS um, keynote that you did is that transformation puts you into a place of no man's land. Mm. And it feels like we're all in no man's land. You know, mm. it's almost like, what now? Like, what do we anchor ourselves to? And I think that's my level of just like, you know, we're talking about having certainty, but how do you have certainty without an anchor point? And so if we, if we are in the transition phase, um, in the no man's land phase, in the transformation phase, it's almost like it's, you have to almost let go at such a deep level of letting go of those longings, letting go of any future anchor points. Mm. And it's this, it's funny. It's like almost like we bobbing in the middle of, like you watch the news and, you know, America's blowing up and South Africa's going through its own things and Cape Town's about to peak in COVID. And it's like everywhere you look, you're like, hang on a second. It's like, there's no clarity. Everything's in flux. And even our businesses, you know, mm. we were talking offline again. It's like my biggest clients, my wealthiest clients are offering me a pittance of what they used to offer me because they don't have clarity. Mm. And it's almost like one side of me says, are you mad? But the other side of me says, these people don't know where the next income's coming from. And so they are prioritizing salaries. And so I agree with that. But then as a service provider, how do I add value that's long-term, that's valuable, that puts me back into what my earning income stream was before? And then the question comes is, am I still value? Am I adding enough value to mm. actually want that much money from them? And so, mm. yeah, it's just so much flux, you know, and I think everybody listening to our podcast must be feeling it because they're living in the same world mm. we are. And so, you know, every time you switch on Twitter and you switch on news, you're like, oh my God, what is going on out there? Mm. You know? So, yeah. You know, so like, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I want to yeah. ask you something because when I started speaking about instant evolution, one of the things I said is that we have to stop decoding and we have to encode. And decoding means that we have this plan for the future. We decode it back to what we need to do today to get there. Encoding is um, I'm going through the best decisions and the best actions I can do for today and letting the future take care of itself. And we are both very much like fans of creating a vision for the future. So mm. how do people create a vision for the future when you have no idea where the future is going, where like, yeah, we don't, we just don't know. So like, do we just let go of a, a vision of the future or what do we do? So a great question, and I think it's a bit of both, encoding and decoding. But what I do in my meditations is I've moved away from envisioning what it looks like to how it feels. And there's three emotions that I keep reminding myself of in my meditations is, is affluence, influence, and adaptability. It's almost mm. like I want to be affluent. So in other words, I want to be comfortable. I want to be luxurious in my surroundings. And my uh, sort of interactions with food and clothes and those sort of things with a minimalist mindset. I also want to be influential, meaning that my social capital is running high, which means that my brand is doing well. And then being adaptable, being wise and elegant and and and, and flexible mm -hmm. and having those three emotions is what I'm 
projecting. Mm. And I would imagine the only anchor points that I'm actually trying to get to are those emotional states, you know? Mm. Um, what, 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 what are you doing? What's your, what's your idea? You know, so I, I love that. And I'm, um, I'm definitely going to implement that for myself as well. I think what I've been trying to do is when I reflect on my life and the business that I was trying to build, even before COVID, like, you know, he was saying like things were going so well, like there, there was such momentum for both of us. And then that momentum just got stripped away. Uh, sorry, can you guys still hear? There's a leaf blower outside my window. Yes. Welcome, yeah, we welcome can. to working from home. <laughs> um, but if it's clear enough. Um, so I was asking myself, like, what are the, what were the deeper things that were driving me towards that future anyway? And so I told you beforehand, we should have actually just recorded the previous one because we just keep referring to that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was saying that, you know, what I want to do and what I've always wanted to do is to work at a high level with people who are at a high level. And so if I have that as a guiding principle, then what that ends up looking like is quite open to interpretation. And yeah. it could be a think week. It could be yeah. uh, a facilitation. Although I've, I've really yeah. found that I don't enjoy the online facilitation sessions. I love Think Week, for example, but I haven't enjoyed mm. team coaching online. And that's also yeah. okay. Like it doesn't have to be part of the new skill set. I've been mm. designing three different Think Weeks for organizations though. And like that mm. is really firing me up. It really speaks to the things that I like mm. doing. So I think, mm. I think there's sort of two things that people can take from this. The so one is then, what is it that you want to feel and, mm. and emulate that, go for that. And the second part is like, what are the principles, the deeper things that guide your life anyway? And how do you just give it a new format, a new mechanism yeah. of delivery, like we said last time? Yeah, look, I think the, 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 the line that says uh, strong opinions held loosely. It's almost like because we don't have any certainty and we don't have any guarantee of anything, it's almost like have concepts that you want to drive towards, but then be comfortable with mm. how you get there because everything's in a state of flux. The whole mm. earth is in a transformation and it's not just business, but it's race relations, mm. it's sexuality relations. It's, it's just so much, you know, and, and like, you look at like what's happening with the dollar and the, and the stock exchange and 200 million jobs gone. I mean, it's like, wow, like it's everything's in a state mm. of flux. And so I think, I think internally, we also going through this, you know, there was a full moon now and about 150 planets are in retrograde. That's an exaggeration, but you know what I feel and mean. But so like, there's so much on the go, you know? So I think, I think, you know, what, what we wanted to talk about today in the podcast is to become okay with experimentation. And, you know, I did some work with a big bank here in South Africa a few weeks ago and it sat with me because it kind of pissed me off is that, you know what I keep finding is I find that females in HR departments and transformational roles, and this happens in Dubai, in UAE, in South Africa, they bring me in because of my research around the circular economy, around more sustainable, more elegant, long-term business models. And they always bring me in because they are such fans of the work, and then they hand me over to their male CEO that's an accountant that does not want to know about anything to do with circular economy, but only wants to talk about efficiency, profitability, mm. and growth. And here I am trying to convince somebody that doesn't want to be convinced. Meanwhile, everybody around him wants to have a sustainable business model moving forward. So he comes in with the language of 
agility, but is zero agile, mm. zero. He comes in with the language of culture first, but he couldn't give a sod because last year he made 50 odd million rand. Mm. So he actually doesn't care. And I keep hitting my head against these male dominant uh, CEOs from years of power and education and look, articulate and intelligent beyond, but zero emotional EQ, mm. like, like just none because they just haven't been trained in that. So when it comes to experimentation and what I was trying to get them, the exco to understand is, look, you can't say you're agile and then still practice zero experimentation, zero tomorrow team, zero everything else and just have it in your mission statement. Mm. And so when I started thinking about it more and more, I started realizing, look at our lives. It's like you and I have been experimenting with so many different things. We're not running for efficiency. You've brought on a business manager that you've made a shareholder. I've made my business manager a shareholder. I've got other people that are networked into my business. These guys that are making my new mini videos and movies with me, I'm bringing them in as a partner. So we are in a process of not driving efficiency. We are in a process of driving robustness. Mm. And robustness means that we are looking to collaborate with people with other skill sets to make us better and more impactful into the world. And robustness and efficiency are exactly opposite. And so I think my frustration also comes in with the fact that when you are experimenting, you don't have any guarantees in place. And I think you know, you and I are agile in our way of setting up business and making money. These poor CEOs that are running big organizations with heavy overheads, it's almost an impossibility for them to think mm. about agility besides it being in their mission statement. Mm. What have you felt around this? Yeah, I think you, you nailed the nail on the head. Um, <laughs> perfect, perfectly said, you know, and um, I'm actually going to, since we're coming up on time and I know that you have to jump off at a, at a very specific time. Um, I'm going to yeah. leave that there. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> even add to it. I think you, you articulated it well. Tell me a little bit about future preparedness because we also wanted to, you know, we've both um, created these sort of uh, week-long programs, coaching programs, <coughs> um, programs to help people think through different ideas. And I've just went through yours. Uh, I've just gone through yours, went through yours, gone through yours. Uh, future preparedness. I really enjoyed it. And I'll give we you some obviously, of my We feedback. obviously didn't go through any... We didn't go through any English grammar. Yeah, I can see that. Today. Listen, it's just, it's just a distractible day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So tell me so, a bit about your experience with it, and then I'll tell yeah. you, um, I'll give you my feedback. Well, look, I think... Uh, Going back to Think Week as well, you know, I went through yours and I think it was great that both of us were involved in our first cohorts. Both of us did our, the first inaugural, um, uh, sprint weeks that, that we did. And just for everybody out there, if they don't know about them, uh, there are five days. Uh, Eric does these from half past seven to half past eight South African time. I do mine from eight to nine a.m. Once a month, we do it for the public, and then we do them for corporates as well that are designed for whatever they're looking for, whether it's leadership or consumer behavior or change management, whatever it is. And so we run these five-day sprints, and I think it's brilliant because we do it at the first hour of your day because you're fresh, you're crisp, you're thinking, you you're ready to to bring change uh, as early as possible in your day. And so, look, uh, yours is focused much more on thinking. I think mine is focused on uh, emotional stuff as well as futurist stuff, which is exactly what we studied and what mm. we do and what we actually talk about. So it's a reflection and an extension of our existing expertise and specialities. Mm. So, look, mine, mine covers five topics. Mine, the first topic is perspective management, which is about stories and memories that we carry that we project into the future. Day two is about the future of work and business. Day three is on the future of the consumer and how it's changing. 
they fours starting with the end in mind and working backwards in a first principle manner. Uh, and day five is about building rituals, habits, and behaviors moving forward, trying to bring your plan of stories and rituals and future business and consumer into play so that you have mm. a game plan moving forward, you know? Which so, of those days do you think had, yeah. uh, had the most impact? Or do you think people resonate well, my, with the most? I think day four for me is my favorite. I call it uh, capital magnetism. And capital magnetism is about the different capitals we have in our life. We have time capital, health capital, relationship capital, money capital, social capital, knowledge capital. Mm. And so what we do is we, 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 we only drive one or two of them. Mm. We don't actually drive all of them. Mm. And we have primary and secondary relationships. And our primary relationships are around our self-worth, our relationship with um, uh, our stories and our memories. And our secondary relationships are our business relationships. Mm. And so what we do often is we just focus on our secondary relationships, not giving any relationship or time to our primary relationships. So I think the combination culminates in capital magnetism because you have to emotionally feel you worthy of social capital, money capital, time mm. capital, relationship capital, and then apply future of business and future of work and future of the consumer together so that you can have both of these relationships relationships in a solid, healthy state to create what you want. Mm. So look, that, that's a little summary of mine. Tell, tell us about yours and how it's broken down and then we can give each other our experience of what we, what we enjoyed. Yeah. So what I, what I wanted to do with mine, the way I, the way I think about it is that we often, we think in glances and this is actually just, this is language that came out of the week for me that we, we look at an idea and we, it's like, like we attend a webinar and we hear all these different ideas. And also because of the way that a webinar is often set up or an article is set up with 10 points, we go read point one, read point two, read point three. Like I, I'm just going through the list. I'm not stopping yeah. at any point and just saying, yeah. how does this actually apply? And so what I wanted to do is over the years, you know, having worked with, with individual clients, working with corporate clients, I've asked myself, what were the five, six ideas that had the biggest impact for people? And let's then use those in a week where we can just filter our thinking through that because I really believe mm. that the quality of your life and the quality of the actions that you take can only rise mm. as high as your thinking. Like it, there's no way mm. your thinking is the, is the going to be a roof on, on the level of action that you can take, you know? So yes. day one is around understanding the process of change. Uh, day two is about being dangerous. And that's definitely, I think, um, one of the your most impactful day. days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone actually asked me today if I'm still writing the book on being dangerous, um, which I actually, I've kind of put to the side, but that's maybe a conversation for another day. Um, day yeah. three is around how are you being complicit in creating the life that you have and the mm. life that you often say you don't want. Um, day four is, oh, I'm drawing blank. Um, and I'm busy with Think Week, by the way. This is like my, I'm busy with a second call at the moment. Uh, but day five is the commitment day. It is when we decide like, what is, what are the areas of focus that you'll be working on moving forward? Day four is future design. Um, so it's, it's kind of mm. similar to yours in that, um, what do you want your future to look like? Um, trying to create mm. a bit of clarity there. So. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm, I'm taking cohort number two through it this week. And it's, it's yeah. really interesting how it's already adapting and evolving. And obviously that without saying that'll be happening anyway, but it's just interesting yeah. to see how people respond to the different ideas. And, um, you know, you had like lots of small little touches in yours that I really enjoyed and that I've copied some of them. Uh, for example, the timer. I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw the slides. I saw your slides. I was like, those look familiar. Which no, slides? No, no, that Which looks ones? great. 
you put something on social media, but uh, let's take that offline. We don't want to get our guests to be part of this <laughs> argument. No, I'm, joking, argument. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Listen, it's not a competition. Yeah. You know that. Unless I'm winning. No, no. As, what is it? as long as I'm winning, it's not a competition. <laughs> if I'm losing, it's a flipping competition. No, no, no. It's good. Look, at, look. I think you know we 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 you you taught me the whole structure, so I'm happy to you know. No, it's help been amazing. Well, obviously, <laughs> yeah. Listen. So, so look, one, one thing. One thing I took away from yours, mm. and I think it, it was a beautiful thing for me, is that you were like, okay, so what do you want to what do you want to change? Like you know, like you've gone through this. You're not you're not thinking at, at for, about things at glances. I love that phrase. Um, and for me, it was softening. I know I, I I shared that with the group. Is that I am very ambitious and very driven. I always have been. It's just something that's inherent in me. But what I realized that what I want to focus on is actually softening. It's mm. softening in the absolutes that I drive, you know, and I speak in absolutes and I don't want to speak in absolutes. I want to speak in, in, in more flowing term and more elegant terms in more inclusive terms. And mm. it really has impacted me because I, I've taken that and I've, and I'm practicing it. And you know, you and I speak uh, offline often and I've said to you, you know, it's like, it's just, I've softened. I want to soften more and further. And uh, so, yeah, I really appreciate that that was brought up for me and uh, has, has, has fundamentally changed my approach. So thanks mm. for Think Week. That's amazing, dude. Mm. Thank you for that. Um, mm. And I think that's, that's one of the amazing things of, you know, when I was on your, on your sessions as well. I mean, you had like three people kind of break down and cry about this <laughs> process of like unearthing very deep things for them. And, yeah. and, and I mean, is, is that how we know we're successful when people cry? When they cry, yeah. Know. So we'll, we'll have a, like a, a running <laughs> so Excel how, spreadsheet. How many did you have <laughs> <laughs> I had three cry. You six. Damn it. I got to get tougher on my workshop cohorts. Yeah. I got to um, ask them about their daddy issues. Just focus 100% on that. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, they did break down. It was surprising to me that they broke down, to be honest. Yeah. I was also surprised, but you know, I, I was also mm. not surprised because I think. The topics that you went through, like you, you very rightly said, they're quite emotional and it's designed to get you thinking about stuff that has happened in the past that, that has wounded mm. you. And I think mm. that's such a, you know, again, I don't think we stop enough. I don't think, we, and, and that's the beauty yeah. of this kind of process. It's, it's a week long yeah. where this theme is in the back of your mind the entire week. And so you're actually processing mm. the entire week. It's not just yeah. for that hour. And you know, the, yeah. the biggest, um, takeaway for me from your session was actually i think the very first day when you took us through the drama triangle again and actually made us reflect on how it's playing out in our lives and and i just realized how and it's it's often your strengths or your weaknesses and you know i'm always in creating mode and what i realized was yes. that i'm always creating always creating and i mean we have a running joke about that by now but what happens yeah. is that over time i create so much that it that becomes my drama because I have yeah. so many things I need to focus on, so many things that need my attention. And then I'm like, okay, I need to focus. I need to focus. And what do I do to focus? I create more. So I end up, I end up with this like <laughs> wide variety of things that I need to focus on and pay attention to. And because of that, I'm just yeah. moving in too many different directions. And so it just made me realize that, um, creator mode is a phenomenal thing to be in. But as much as I, I want to create it, it needs to be more channeled. It needs to be more focused mm. and just. I need to cull a lot of the things. And when I find myself in drama mode, perhaps the, mm. the answer shouldn't be create first. More. The H should be cull yeah. first. And like, where yes. do you need to 
to bring more attention to. Didn't you? Didn't you use an example that you had seven email addresses? Like, yes, you're like yes. What am I doing with seven email addresses? Why I have, I I have like coach at ericrooker.com, and that was because I was going yeah. into coaching. Then I have eric at ericrooker.com. Yeah. Then I had mental performance. Yeah. Then I have modern breed. Yeah, yeah, it was insane, dude. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. what what's actually come from that is that um, we are consolidating everything like yes. i'm everywhere yes. where i can find that there's an email address that i've used for even a registration on a website i'm mm. taking it away I, I don't want to be spread thin anymore and mm. and that's ultimately what needs to happen right like something like well look something what, needs to what's, change what's so yeah but so amazing that both of us have actually not driving more both look we both experience each other's weeks and both of us have said we need less Yes. Not more. How funny. Both of us are like, no, 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 I need less now, not yeah. more. It's like so much yeah. for future preparedness and think week. I, I need to think <laughs> less. I need to be less prepared for the future. <laughs> anyway, look, um, let's close off because awesome. um, I do have to go. But um, everybody that's listening, thank you so much again for all of you listening, all the fantastic comments, all the remarks that we get. Please join both Eric and I on our Think Week and Future Preparedness workshops. Come and experience it. We put a lot of effort into these things. We curate, collate. I mean, Eric and I are often on, on WhatsApp with each other late into the night trying to figure new things out and add new things. And it really is our highest excitement and our fascination to try and evoke expansiveness in people around mm. us. And so, yes, join us. And uh, again, thanks for listening and sharing our podcast. And we look forward to the next one. Thank Ciao. you. I'll add a link on the expansive.com, by the way. Uh, for everyone who wants to find the different um, okay. programs. All right. Cool. Everyone, thank Good. you. John, it's always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Ciao.